are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. All right, now, we're talking about the kingdom of God. We're referring to the fact that the kingdom that Jesus said would come is the kingdom that's set up in the hearts of men. That is the kingdom he's referring to in the 6th chapter of Matthew in verse 9. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now, you notice that this is Jesus speaking. He is sharing with his disciples how to pray. Now, quite often you hear people say, well, now this is how Jesus taught us to pray. But this was not how Jesus taught us to pray. This was how Jesus taught his disciples to pray under the old covenant. Now, there are some things in this that is very valid for us today and some things we can learn from. But yet, this is not a New Testament prayer because if you notice here, the name of Jesus is not in this prayer. So it is an Old Testament prayer. Now, when he taught his disciples to pray, he said, pray this way, pray that thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I don't know about you, but that excites me when you find out that Jesus said for people to pray that the will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, would Jesus ever tell us to pray, or the disciples to pray something that wasn't the will of God? Well, certainly not. So then this has to be the will of God, did not it? If this was the only scripture in the Bible, this would be enough proof to prove to us that it is God's will for us to live on this earth without sickness, without disease, to walk in abundance and walk in victory in this life. Just stop and ask yourself, how is it in heaven? Is there any sickness there? Is there any disease there? Is there any poverty there? There's only lack of one thing in heaven, and that's lack. <laughs> There's lack of lack. <laughs> There's plenty of that. <laughs> so, in this, you know, sometimes we read that and just don't think anything about it. But I want you to stop and give some thought to this. Jesus said, pray, the kingdom of God will come. Well, now, see, this is another reason we wouldn't pray this exact prayer today. I mean, if you want to pray the, what we call the Lord's Prayer, that's fine, and it's not anything wrong with that, actually. But it's, the kingdom has already come. So we don't have to pray for the kingdom of God to come, because the kingdom of God came on the day of Pentecost. Now, notice here. When Jesus was speaking to the disciples, he goes on in verse 11. Let's go on down a few verses. He said, Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Now, here's another good place to shout. Jesus said for them to pray, deliver us from evil. Lead us not into temptation. You know, I've heard some people say, well, the Lord's always leading you into the wilderness. 
The Lord will lead you into temptation and trial and test. He said, pray that you won't be led in any way that you'd be tempted, tested, or tried. Now, that's a little bit different from some of our religious ideas. You know, we get some Sunday school ideas sometimes that just won't hold out in the light of the Word of God. And I don't know how we got them. It wasn't necessarily taught in Sunday school. It's just something that we kind of gathered up during the Sunday school class somehow. I used to think that, well, God is, the devil is just almost the same power, and the reason he hadn't destroyed the devil, and the reason we're still having all these things going on here on earth, and the problem with the devil is that it's just kind of nip and tuck, and they're trying to find out who's going to win. <laughs> well, that's a Sunday school idea. I certainly didn't get that from the Word of God, did we? No, the devil is not nearly as powerful as God. The reason that there's still some things going on in the earth that it's not God's will for, is that Adam sold the earth lease out to Satan. And Satan became what the Bible called, or the Apostle Paul called, the God of the world system. And he is causing havoc in the earth because of wicked people. Now, come back up here to verse 10, where Jesus says, Pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now, it is the will of God. I want you to listen very carefully to what I'm saying. It is the will of God that be on earth today, tonight, the same as it is in heaven. In fact, this has been the will of God from the beginning of time, from the time God created this planet. He intended for this planet earth to be a duplication of heaven itself. That was the will of God. That is still the will of God. That will always be the will of God. Someone said, well, why isn't it that way? Well, it's not that way because of what Adam did. Adam committed high treason. He turned his authority over to Satan and allowed Satan to become the god of the world system. But thank God Jesus came. You know, the dividing line of the Bible is John 10, 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. There's only three reasons that Satan came to this planet. Steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I am come. Thank God Jesus came. <laughs> he said, I am come that you might have life. In other words, that I might restore back to you that which Satan stole. Restore back to you that which Satan destroyed. He might loosen, dissolve, and undo the works the devil had done. That's what the Amplified says about First uh, John 3, 8, the latter part of the verse, where King James says it this way, For this purpose was the Son of God manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Uh, the Amplified says, Loosen, dissolve, and undo the works the devil had done. Well, thank God he dissolved the works the devil had done here on this planet Earth when Jesus came. Now, we have to enforce Satan's defeat. Now, I mentioned to you earlier that uh, the devil is defeated. He is defeated, but that doesn't mean that he's just going to roll over and play dead. We have to enforce Satan's defeat. So we have to know what God's Word says. We have to know what the Word of God teaches us on any given subject. So we will know how to act according to the Word of God. And it's amazing to me that, that many people can read the good news here and end up 
turning into bad news <laughs> when they read the things that Jesus said. Somebody read this and they said, well, now it looks to me like that God does lead us into temptation or it wouldn't have said pray that he won't lead you into temptation. Now, you know, I wonder about folks like that. When they get up in the morning, how do they find the floor? <laughs> if he said, pray that you won't be led in any way, that you'd be tempted, tested, or tried. But there's always somebody that says, yeah, but now, Brother Caps, don't you know that God leads his children through the wilderness? He led the children of Israel in the wilderness. No, he led them out of the wilderness. It was their disobedience that led them in to the wilderness. Are you listening? And then you always hear somebody say, well, it's the wilderness experience that makes us stronger. The trying of your faith will perfect it. Well, none of that's in the Bible. You better check up on the wilderness experience. Did it perfect the children of Israel? Did it make their faith stronger? No, it killed them. It kill you if you stay there long enough. <laughs> you listen. We need to know what the Word of God said. We need to know what God's will is concerning the kingdom of God. Now, notice he said for them to pray that the kingdom of God would come. Now, what kingdom is he referring to? Now, he's not talking about the kingdom that will be set up in the New Jerusalem. He is referring to the kingdom that came on the day of Pentecost. When Jesus came in the person of the Holy Spirit and dwelled in the hearts of the people. That's where the kingdom was set up. In fact, if you'll turn with me there to Mark, the ninth chapter. Now, in Mark 9, verse 1, Jesus says unto them, Verily I say unto you, that there are some of them that stand here which shall not taste death till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. Now, did you get that? There's some of them standing here, he said, that, that won't taste death till they see the kingdom of God come. Now, you think those people were going to be alive and not have died when Jesus sets up his kingdom in the New Jerusalem? No, he, that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about the kingdom that was set up in the hearts of men on the day of Pentecost when People received, were born again and received the Holy Spirit. That's when the kingdom of God came to this planet earth and dwelled in the hearts of men. Good news for you. The kingdom of God has already come. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you, all this week we have CD offer number 7230. It's entitled... The Gospel of the Kingdom, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. The Gospel is good news. Did you know that gospel means good news, not bad news? I'm surprised at the people that can take the gospel, which is good news, and make bad news out of it. When we talk about the good news. We're talking about the good news of the gospel. Jesus went about preaching the good news of the gospel of the kingdom of God. I'll tell you, it's good news. In Matthew, the sixth chapter, he said, pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Then in Romans, the first chapter, the apostle Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation. 
Well, we ought not be ashamed of the gospel. We ought not be ashamed of the good news. Some people get this suffering complex to where they think that we ought to always suffer here on earth to try to make ourselves worthy. Let me tell you, folks, suffering won't make you worthy. It's the blood of Jesus that made you worthy, and he's already suffered. Praise God. I tell you, I'm getting excited about this. But Jesus said, the kingdom of God come, the will of God be done in earth as it is in heaven. That is the will of God. Just ask yourself, how is it in heaven? Is there any sickness there? Is there any poverty there? No, and that's the will of God for the earth. Now, I know that it's not that way yet, but Jesus said, when the kingdom of God is set up on this earth, the literal kingdom, it will be that way. Well, it's not set up here yet, not the literal kingdom, but the kingdom of God came in the hearts of men when they were born again, and that causes us to be able to tap in to the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is within you. Jesus said the kingdom does not come with observation, but he said, behold, look, the kingdom of God is within you. In other words, there's a spiritual kingdom set up inside you when you're born again that you're able to tap the provisions that God has made for you. That's offer number 7230, the gospel of the kingdom. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.